Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You didn't need to be clairvoyant to envision this. You just needed to be alive. The Big Ten would screw itself over the football season. We won't play. We will play. Six days later, we won't play. Five weeks later, we will play. The original we will play was smart. Just like the Big 12 and the SEC, play 10 games over about 13 weeks. Make the schedule flexible to soft taffy, which will allow teams to power through outbreaks but not lose games. In the Big 10, it was weeks 3, 5, and 7 with everybody getting November 28th off just in case. Fine, good, well done. Five days later, no football. And you, Nebraska and Ohio State, don't even be thinking about inviting Bowling Green to Columbus or South Dakota State to Lincoln you're either on the deck of the Titanic or you're not. Five weeks, a lawsuit by a lawyer from Norfolk, and suddenly an acceptable testing protocol later, and we have eight games packed into eight weeks. I guess they presumed COVID-19 would park in Central America by then, and we'd not have to worry about any cancellations. They presumed wrong. It took only to week number two for a biggie to fall, Nebraska versus Wisconsin. The Badgers are a COVID-19 beach party. Bunch of them over the summer tested positive. 29 between September 1 and September 15. 42 total by late summer. Just since their win over Illinois six days ago, 12 new positive tests, including the head coach, offensive coordinator, and the top two quarterbacks. In announcing this plan yesterday, Athletics Director Barry Alvarez said, we need to get our arms around it. That was quite a revelation. It just crystallizes the dysfunction of the Big Ten or its sinister plan to derail their own athletics programs. If they really thought that waiting until the end of October to play the games would put their 14 schools in the clear, how much of the considerable gray matter in a university president's head is actually being used or Maybe they were quite certain games would be canceled, which is for what 12 of the CEOs voted in the first place. Maybe this is phase two of the evil plan. Phase one was insisting on draconian testing measures and thresholds. Phase two was packing a schedule with no room for postponements. Meanwhile, the one very important question continues to go unasked. How many of these people are sick? How many of these people need medical attention? What is the mortality rate of persons under 50? What is even the hospitalization rate of people under 50? The CDC, from which info should come with a warning label, declares that for every 1,000 persons under 50 infected, effectively none will die. For persons between 50 and 60, 5 out of every 1,000 will die. Yes, testing is up, therefore positive tests are up, and so are hospital visits. But hospital stays are way down, and almost nobody admitted is under 50. Ventilators? Hardly anybody uses them anymore, even in serious cases. The experts say they do more harm than good. That was a lesson learned. 
As the under-emoted on this subject breathlessly remind us, we must learn to live with COVID-19, just as we have learned to live with every other communicable disease, just as millions of families the world over have learned to and are coping with heart disease, cancer, and diabetes every single day. Seems some in the Big Ten would prefer we not.